Photo Deathcore and Wildman Podcast. Today I'm interviewing. See you next Tuesday. see you i see uh, i hear audio but i don't see you oh weird uh let me try that <laughs> do you see me now that's weird i can see i can see you but uh let me try. i'm on wi slit in your butt <laughs> that's for damn sure <laughs> sorry about that i'll freaking sorry right. i think that's the fastest i've ever drove home <laughs> for, from work <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, my coworker had to, had to use the bathroom so bad that you drove a thousand miles an hour home uh no like if that ever happens i usually just go to the bathroom at work as fast as i can Smart. So now we just gotta wait for the other guy and we're ready to roll again. Let's go, Drew. Come on. <laughs> yeah, my friend messaged me. He was like, This, what are you doing today? I said, I'm interviewing a band. I don't want to hang out with you. Fair enough. He just asked to join. There he is. Hey, pals. Hey, oh, my crooked. Do I gotta hold this damn thing? That's, I usually set it up against a thing, oh, like a, uh, a can of something. <laughs> Use an old can of soup. Okay. Are we live right now? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it gives you 
do you guys interactions with fans if like if it comes to it if a fan says like says hi or whatever it gives you more like the way i figured it out is that it connects my followers your guys's followers all into one with the algorithm algorithm do we have have any fans fans? Like us? <laughs> you guys are too modest. <laughs> I think that's the word. <laughs> people don't like us, man. I'm just kidding. Some people do. <laughs> Some people. Hi, Drew. How are you? Oh, not so bad. I'm trying to figure out my phone here. My plug's on the bottom, and we're just going to play around with it for the next hour. <laughs> it is what it is. If you guys would like to introduce yourself and say what you do in the band. Uh, I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jimmy Blastbeats, and I play the Blastbeats in See You Next Tuesday. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm Drew. I play the guitar. I can't see Jacob at all. Is his, he got a screen? We yeah. Get to see him. He does. Uh, do you have your phone sideways or something? Nope. Now I do. Now you're sideways, which is really weird. I know. (laughs) It was fun when I was upside down. I liked that one. (laughs) Can you see him at all? Nope. That's weird. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, It's just black up there. Yeah. Oh, well. I guess it's not too important, I suppose. Uh, Thank you you again for doing this i really appreciate it and since then i've told a lot of people about you guys uh i told my best friend's dad about you guys oh cool hmm. what did he say he's like he that's thought, a stupid name he was all like this i was like you should look up see you next tuesday he's like i don't listen to that pop shit <laughs> <laughs> hell yes Sweet. that's what i like to hear pop grind and then i gave him, uh gave him like my headphone and he was all like this these guys are different than I thought. We, well, yeah, you know, we try. Yeah, can he's... Uh, can we be popcorn grind? <laughs> popcorn grind? Popcorn like grind. popcorn chicken? Anything you want it to be. KFC does good. doesn't have popcorn chicken anymore. They replaced it with just chicken nuggets, which are pretty good. But they're not the popcorn chicken. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. It's weird not seeing Jacob's screen up there. It's like I'm just hanging out with Jimmy, and then there's this other voice that's like, "Huh? Where'd that come from?" <laughs> if you at first he couldn't see me, so maybe if you leave and come back in, maybe you'll be able to see us. All right. What if I, I just leave? <laughs> this is fucking hysterical. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. We love, but. Yeah, technology is being a. Who's on here? Um, Anybody? There's like. Uh, uh. So far, five people are uh, watching. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! To all five of those people, or two of those people, us. Uh, so we don't count in that, actually. Believe it or not. (laughs) I was like, that's hilarious. Hey. Oh, same thing. Oh. Yeah, you're still gone. I believe that you're there. It's fine. Okay. We're not gonna just keep playing around. What does this do? 
Ooh, can I do some cool? Yeah. Ooh, yes. there we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, okay. that's, that, that's Jacob. Okay. okay. That's, the that's his ghost. That's yep, the ghost that's, of Jacob. That's the ghost of Jacob's past. Oh, God, I don't want to dig in that. <laughs> we did last time. Let's not do that again. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah, that's other stuff. Oh, look at that. Eight million headed group. This is cool. So, I think of this before. There we go. Uh, you guys want to discuss the new album? Like, I know we discussed it last time, but if you guys want to discuss the newest album you guys just dropped. Go ahead, Jimmy. What do you got? Um, On February 17th of this year We dropped our uh, new album Called Distractions It was written by Drew Slavic In the bottom corner there Or top corner or side corner Whoever knows where he is on anything Of anyone's screen Uh, I'm not real, now I'm drawn There you go Um, It's a really sick album It came out on Good Fight Music And uh there's some CD copies available, and there's some vinyl copies available still. Um, and uh, if you feel so inclined, listen to it on a uh, streaming service. And if you love it, go buy a physical copy. That's yeah. all I got to say. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> that was a good summarization. I tried. I think I think I like this one the best. Is that distracting? <laughs> it is. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That right. one is wild. Great. Now we oh, wow. Look at me. Little me stars. <laughs> hey guys, I'm a star. Sick. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any favorite tracks off the new album that you guys like playing live? Uh, we definitely do. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Why Can't You Behave is kind of the band's favorite right now. <sighs> I'd have to say. I would agree with Drew. It's one of the, it's one of the more out of the gate, like it get serious songs. Like it's it's got a lot of shit going on with it, and it's not easy to play. It was definitely not easy to learn. But none of our songs are are really easy to play. No, it's uh, it's no slouch in the in the grind department. I'll say that. Do you have a little favorite song? Me or Jacob? Jacob. Oh, okay. I forgot. Uh, He's there. Sorry. <laughs> the, my favorite song is uh, "Glad to Be Unhappy." That's that's a fun one for sure. I just think one of those songs. Like lately, I've been listening to a lot more, trying to figure out where I want to go in life. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just got offered a big thing and I declined it, and now I feel like the biggest, dumbest idiot in the world. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, you obviously had your reasons for not doing it, so maybe it'll turn out for the better. Maybe another opportunity opportunity will present itself later on down the road. That- that's what I'm hoping for because I got offered to go on tour with a band being a stagehand for like the first time and my buddies are on 
tour with right now. They're on tour with Cryptopsy. Oh, sick. Sick. Their new album so. fucking rips. I agree with that. My favorite album this year so far is Dying Fetuses. The one that just came out? Oh, yeah. Make them uh, big for death. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that over here somewhere. Of course. My my favorite record right now that's out right now just came out last Friday, which What's is the new Gridlink record. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty CD. nice. Is that small? This is the CD. Oh, I was CD like, that's a really tiny little record. <laughs> but I couldn't tell because your hands were so close to the screen. Oh, oh. But the new Gridlink. You got the C- you got the CD and the Dude. and the record. You know me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did they have cassettes? They did not. They just had CDs and records. It's cool. That's it's, awesome. very, it's a very good record. If you are not... Yes. Uh, if you're not hip to Gridlink, check them out. You will love them. Human. Yeah. Form, that's, uh, that's Blake. Hey, Blake. That's Blake. Hi, Blake. <laughs> I... Uh, my friend's dad showed me more grindcore, and he was all like this. He tagged me, his son, and like another guy he works with. He's like, "Morning, motherfuckers, listen to some grindcore." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, <laughs> what was the grindcore that he sent you?" Uh, pig destroyer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, which pig destroyer? I gotta look that up because, like, he sends me random music and, like, he's like, This, you should listen to this band. And I'm like, This, uh, I, I've listened to that band. <laughs> I, I try to, like, when I'm in a pig destroy mood, I try to listen to something else besides Parlor in the Yard. And I just, like, look at my phone an hour later or 10 minutes later. I'm like, Oh, how, how did I end up on Parlor in the Yard again? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> he sent us a song. From that album, he sent us Trojan Whore. Yep. Oh yeah, that's the classic. The good and yeah, oh yeah. Terrifier is actually my my favorite, followed by the Painter of Dead Girls album. You know, Terrifier was just ranked by uh, like Decibel or something as Pig Destroyer's best album. I thought that I was fantastic. Uh, I could agree with that actually. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Prowler in the Yard is like their Jane Doe to me. You know, it was the it was the record I discovered him on. So definitely. Well, that, I don't know. I heard I heard Converge for actually when Forever Comes Crashing is when I first heard him. But either way, like Jane Doe is just like the record that I go back to. Yeah, the album I found of theirs, I was just, so like, oh, that's what's up. Ah. Drew has one oh. too. What's oh? I, I got one on my hand. I don't think you, you can see it. You can't see it because we're in space. It's right there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Let me see if I can get out of space here. Oh, whoa. I was going to say, I don't... Whoa. Have... <laughs> All right, see it? Oh, that's... Yep, that's... Oh, that's gnarly. Whoever did that work is a really good artist. This one? Yeah. Yeah. It was a local girl here in Michigan. Her name was Kristen Proser. Wow. I only have, like, I don't have a lot of band tattoos, which that's going to change soon. I'm going to get Death, like the band Death. Uh, I'm going to get their album of Leprosy tattooed on me. It's classic. 
happen. I just got done watching um, a documentary about them, and I didn't I didn't know nothing about death because my friend kept sending me links to them, and I'm like, bro, I got too much to listen to on the backlog. Death is great. They have such a eclectic um, catalog, I would call it, because you know you have straight up the. the you know, awesome, like, Florida death metal, and then they started to transform and got a little proggy, and then got super proggy towards the end, but it was all in the name of death metal, and there's something to love, I think, from from every death album, and I don't think people... Maybe this is just the way I think, but I don't think you can honestly pick a favorite death metal or a favorite death record because they're all different in some way. It depends on your mood. So it's, they're so good. They're all so good. Yeah. When I watched the documentary, it was very, very like touching to hear. Like, uh, like I want to do that. That's what the podcast is. I'm hopefully going to evolve it to work for like Disciple uh, magazine. Sick. And those guys, in my opinion, they hit up like a lot of the like death metal uh, bands, a lot of like the stuff you don't ever hear about on like the radio. Oh yeah, you don't hear any of this stuff on the radio. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool though. I wouldn't mind like turning on my local radio station in the morning and hearing like sulfuric cautery or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's probably the I record I listen to the most right now. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, <clears throat> I got to host the local radio station around here for like an hour one day. And I just put nothing but like, they, as everybody calls it, deathcore. And I put a whole hour of deathcore. And like, I went through their Facebook page to see because they always post who's the host for the Friday for an hour. And mine got 130 likes. And everybody else got like twenty. That's awesome. A lot of people like deathcore. Yeah, I'm a deathcore boy at heart. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's a popular genre. That's for like, sure. CJ McMahon, if he ever hears this interview or hears any of my interviews, he, I consider him definitely his Instagram name, Big Papa. <laughs> So his little internet drama lately was a little, little, little weird. <laughs> well, it seems like, in my opinion, anymore, everybody's trying to like cancel anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to like if they say one wrong thing, a band's in the wrong. I mean, he said to like a picture or like a video of a mom or like a kid telling her mom they're not sure what gender they are yet. He said that they should be like burned alive or something like that. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a little, that was a little intense. And then he came back and said that uh, he didn't mean it that way. <laughs> yeah, right now, like, <laughs> I want to say, like, uh, if you guys heard of Volvidinia. Oh, 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 that's kind of cool. Then. The- like Volvadinia. South Africa band? Yeah. Uh, with Duncan and like what's going on with that. that that's this that's just going really bad and out of control in my opinion <laughs> with him. 
Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's weird, man. There's a there's more bands than I'd like like coming out and doing some weird shit lately, and it's hard because you know, like, obviously there's videos of people saying stupid shit, so that those people, you know, <laughs> you can't hide that. But then there's like people that are being accused of stuff, like that dude from Haggis, like who the fuck knows? And there's like some shit about that Florida deathcore band or something and i don't remember it's weird because like you know there's so much like all these metal zines and stuff out there are just god damn it just posting stuff that you like uh drama you know so it's it's confusing <laughs> like talk about some music man yeah like i tell everybody like the way i look at it in the world anymore is that like the every time i die situation when they broke up that should have been between Every time I die, and that's trippy as fuck. Every time I die, and excuse me, should have that stayed between them. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't mean to make this so unserious. We got too serious for a minute. Sometimes you just gotta scream, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sorry to just take this completely nowhere for you, Jacob. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> like, I'm just glad we can do the interview again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, sorry it took two weeks to make it happen. I've been a busy boy, so. Oh, you guys are okay. Like, I'm really proud to see where you guys are going and everything. <laughs> we're going in Drew's mouth is where we're going. <laughs> Ew. That's what she said. <laughs> No, that's not what she said. I'm a married man, Jacob. Wait, I guess she would be. She she says that. Wait, documents from that. Okay. Uh, huh. Okay. Right, not yeah. about every time I die. I don't care about yep. every time I die. <laughs> uh, there's so much drama. It's just it's just weird. I really like, uh, uh, like this one. I keep gravitating towards it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you guys? planning to tour anytime soon uh yeah in two weeks we are um we're doing a little little three-day jobby do with our buddies uh a band called sawchuck from detroit they're like uh on hardcore man my phone doesn't want to stay up i apologize oh you're we're just gonna fun yeah we're trying to balance it anyway uh, yeah, so we're doing a little three-day run uh, at the end of the month, just a couple weeks. Uh, what, 9-29, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, the 29th, we're going to be in uh, Lexington, Kentucky at Al's Bar. And then we're playing uh, Legends in Cincinnati on Saturday, which is, I'm really looking forward to that place. I've heard really good things about that venue, so. Super cool. Hopefully, and that's super fun. Yeah, Jimmy's been there. Obviously, he's an Ohio, Ohioanian, Ohioanian. How do you say? Ohioan. Ohioan. We're Michiganders. We got the curveball. But uh, I never, I, I haven't been to Cincinnati in like, I don't know, fifteen years. So I don't think legends existed then. Maybe it did. Oh, wow. I don't. But anyway, and then uh, Sunday we're playing at this place called the Blue Parrot in Charleston, which we haven't played in West Virginia in like 16 years. And the last couple times we played there was this little town called uh, Nitro, West Virginia. So any of our old Nitro friends coming out, man, make havoc. Rick, 
family, roll out, please. Oh yeah, Brickhouse family, come on down. Is uh, is speaking of Brickhouse and didn't uh, we played with you guys there, right? Heartland. Yeah, sure that's what I thought. Because I, I have vivid memory of hanging out with Jonathan at the Brick House. Yep, we definitely did. I think um, maybe more than once, but uh, we definitely did it at least once. Uh, we also played with, um, I don't know if it was with you guys and Robinson, but we definitely played with Robinson there. I know more than once. So it was, uh, I feel like we played with Robinson there before. That was a really cool venue. I mean, it was just like a, a literally like a hall, little tiny, not even a hall. Not, yeah. It was just a room, like a narrow room. Yeah. Huh. But it was cool. And it had brick. Because, you know, brick house. Yeah, like I, I said, if you guys ever come through Iowa or it's like the Quad Cities, you guys are more welcome to play here. Uh, I can book the show and everything. Oh, sweet. I don't know when we'll be out that way, per se. Oh, yeah. I need to hit up Michigan. There you go. You should hit up uh, Youngstown for that uh, from a second story window show coming up uh, November 18th. That's going to be something something to fly out for. That's for sure. It's their first show in how long? It's 15 years probably. probably too. <laughs> yeah, forever. Forever in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think even, even longer than us, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Somebody, somebody chime in. Ryan, Peter, I know you're there. <laughs> Someone would oh, no. I don't know So I know You guys uh, One of the band members Does the art Correct uh, You guys uh, Like the The artwork uh, Yeah um, Well the uh, Distractions Was um, Fox's artwork Over top of A photo That my wife took so it was like mixed media type thing to kind of get to where we wanted to be with that record as far as the artwork was concerned. So like the girl, the girl that you see in the, the main image, Jimmy, you got a picture of it somewhere? You got, oh, oh yeah. You got to have a see you next Tuesday something somewhere. Yeah, so see that picture there. Um, where's my pointer finger? Yep. There we go. We go. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that would that the the girl in there was a girl we uh, a model we hired. She's from Detroit. She's this uh, sweet girl named Marissa, and we just covered her in makeup and put these contacts in her eyes so she couldn't even see. And uh, took her to the forest and <laughs> took photos of her half naked for two hundred dollars. And <laughs> that sounds way creepier than it actually was. No, it was actually a really sweet. <laughs> Fun time. She was a wonderful model. She was uh, very cooperative, had a ton of fun. So then um, we we picked our favorite photo, and then we printed that on these big 20 by 20 foam boards. Um, and then we, we made five of those, and then Fox painted on all of them. So each panel of the record is is a different panel that he painted on. And then he just painted like the negative black space and then took it to his computer and then filled in all the, uh, the words and all the text and what have you. Oh, that's definitely gnarly. Yeah. We, yeah he's done a couple we, of 
other things too. Um, he's done a couple of our show flyers. Um, he did uh, the, our cassette uh, for distractions. Oh, he did the artwork for yeah, the cassette, yeah, yeah. which was cool. He actually just sold um, a, a few things that he had, like original paintings that he had done, like the cassette artwork he he sold. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I'm, I'm jealous for the person that got that. That um, his name is Zach. He he came to our uh, St. Vitus show. He actually bought oh. that one, and he bought the one for the the dude smoke the skeleton smoking the cigarette that we did for the meth. Oh yeah, the meth tour. That was he sweet. bought that one too, which was pretty cool. Oh. Um, you know, Fox is a very very talented artist. Yeah, I love getting art from like bands. I think it's like. Especially some album art are, is, like, better than others, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's cool. Like, it's cool to have a piece of history like that. It's weird that it, my, it's, a lot of records seem to, or for a while, a lot of art was kind of seemed similar almost. I don't know. I really appreciate it when uh, a band does something extra for their for their artwork either the artwork or the packaging or something it's really really cool when a band puts some extra thought in it yeah uh, my favorite i have posters all over my apartment and my roommate is just like he has the anime posters on one side and i have album art on the other side so like when people come into our house or to, he, they're like this oh that's a really cool mario poster and looks over to my side and they're like that's cattle decavocation. Mm. I love cattle. What is Ryan and well, 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 and <laughs> he's Canadian. What do, what do we know? Yeah. At least it's not a <laughs> His friend says a to me all the time, which is really funny. And every time he does, I laugh really loud on the inside and I try not to laugh out loud, but Ty always he'll be like, "Yeah, that was pretty good, eh?" No, <laughs> I just can't stop laughing because <laughs> I've never heard someone actually say it out loud. So it's just funny to me. Yeah, uh, like I found out British people don't like get mimicked. I found out that the hard way. <laughs> well, who would? <laughs> like I didn't. Realized I was doing it, and then, like she was all like this, y'all from London, and I was like, oh, very good. And then she was like, are you making fun of me? I was like, oh no. Uh, She's like, I have no problem doing the guys up. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I have friends in the UK. Uh, Jason from Injusted. Shout out to that guy, the Slam King. Uh oh. Where Drew go? I'm sorry. They're fun. They, it's like a security blanket for being alive. <laughs> Tie dye, eh? Oh, why couldn't they buy a shirt? Uh oh. There, you can buy. I put up Canadian shipping now. Eight? It took me a minute to figure it out, but I figured it out. <laughs> I mean,. Shipping's always amazing. I think I did buy a long sleeve from you guys. Hmm. You think? Awesome. Well, you thank did? 
<laughs> I always like like I said, I support everything and like I feel like you guys are like when I found you guys I, I was just getting into Grindcore and oh, like to my friends. And I was like, I found my favorite Grindcore band and they're like this. You never heard of these guys? <laughs> well we appreciate you purchasing something that's awesome. Oh, that person said they need a 4X. That's one. Yo, what's up? <laughs> sizes. <laughs> Jimmy is also getting up there. He's a tall, too, because Jimmy's like six foot nine. Yeah, I have to wear tall tees, so it's very hard for me to get shirts that are cool. <laughs> I should have ordered a second one. We actually ordered a shirt for Jimmy in 4XLT. Yeah, I'm going to be the Jason Newstead of our band. It's totally <laughs> You can auction it off to this AIDS wearer guy. He's like, I'll fucking buy it. We just need to make some uh, big sizes. I don't, okay, we I'll, haven't gotten that, that big, right? We've only done like three. I think, yeah, we got some 3Xs right now on our web store. Yeah, that's we'll what I some. bought. Promise. We'll get some. Yeah, I bought a. 3x i believe because like so i'm only like 54 oh. and i wear a 3x just it's like the like the room yeah i don't like so i bought a shirt the other day at work because i was working and like i was wearing a plain white shirt and like whatever whoever had the cart before me had something on it and i was like the fuck is this and it poured all over my shirt uh. And I went to get a long sleeve, and my boss is like, there's no way in hell you were a 3X. And I put it on. He was like, okay, evidently you are. Like, did he think that that shirt size was too big for you? Yeah. Like, I'm starting to fit into XLs again. I just like the breathing room. Yeah. Because I'm like, it sucks being my height because, like, straight up, like, I'm... 5'4", like I said, I wear a 3X shirt and a size 13 shoe. Oh, we wear so, the same size shoe. That's funny. It's freaky how, like, I'm misproportionate and, like, my shoulders are as big as a fucking ox and everybody thinks I'm mosh and I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's hard sometimes because the certain brands of clothes fit differently and some... Some people are like, no, you can fit in this size. It's totally fine. I'm like, you, no, you don't understand. Yes, I can wear a 4XL regular shirt, but if I shrug my shoulders, my belly hangs out. It's like, I don't, you know, and I shrug my shoulders a lot. Yeah. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to be comfortable. And, but yeah, I found out sometimes, sometimes you want to like reach something on the top shelf, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you have to do. Like the kids just stripping their merch. If like if you wash it and dry, uh, you're supposed to ha uh, let it dry in the air. If you dry it, it shrinks. Yeah, I have to do that with and every single shirt I own. So I'm quite familiar. Not me. I'm a rebel. I just fucking throw them in the washer. <laughs> throw it in the dryer. In the dryer. You rebel. So uh, are you guys working on like a? EP or a new album? I know you guys just released one this year, but are, I know, are you guys consistently writing? Uh, my gears are always turning. 
Um, unfortunately, I have a really shitty computer at the moment, so I haven't really been tracking too much stuff. But I mean, we're always—I mean, we're always getting together every six weeks or so to practice. So we're trying still to um, incorporate new songs from Distractions because we haven't actually played every song yet live. Hi. Hi. They also said "fuck heavy heavy Lolo." Where'd that come from? Did someone else say something about Heavy Heavy Lolo? I don't know. I didn't see that come through, but... Yeah. Oh boy. I didn't see that. That was a little left field. Um, <laughs> but a uh, high regardless, so... Wait, what were we saying? I forgot. Uh, talking about um, working on stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... We're getting there. Something will come out of me eventually, so... Um, Right now we're learning to play I'll Never Smile Again live. So those that are going to come out this week or uh, in two weeks, Cincinnati and Lexington and Charleston, West Virginia, whoever's coming out, they get to see us play and botch. <laughs> I'll Never Smile Again for the first time. So, Damn it. I definitely want to go now. Damn it. <laughs> you can you can go. It's, it's only like for – that's only like probably – 10 hours or something. <laughs> Entrails Massacre. That's a sick name. I feel like I've listened to that band before. Are you guys death metal? Entrails <laughs> Massacre. Doesn't that sound familiar? Are we playing with them or something soon? I don't know, but that name's sick. That is a sweet name. But yeah, we're like... Always trying, we're always trying to grind it out. So I'm sure something will spill out of us eventually. Always the answer. The long and the short of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my goal is this year, uh, next year, I'm going to actually drive out to a lot of different venues, a lot of different shows, so I can see all the people I have interviewed and everything. Very cool. We have done that. It's one of those folks that have uh, interviewed us in the past. It's been fun. I haven't been to Michigan since I was nine, and that was ooh, 19 years ago. Well, that's a long time ago. I think we're going to be trying to get a little out west-ish sometime next year. We haven't confirmed it yet, but not like California West, but at least mid more western into the midwest so we might be close enough for you jacob coming up in the next year or so we're old and have like day jobs and x amount of time off from work so it's not like we can just hit the road you know we're not we're not doing this full-time type of thing you know we still are hobbyists that enjoy just to grind on the on the side so we have responsibility abilities we do and families and we got dogs we got a lot of dogs amongst all of us there's probably but, like 13 uh, dogs between all of us let's see i got i got I'm three i'm about to have there <laughs> there's baron there's ruby in the back there where's hazel basil hazel's actually sleeping behind baron you can kind of see her oh there she is no. She's so cute. <laughs> we like dogs in this band. We're dog. We're a dog band. We're we're a dog, dog family. Actually, there's a video of uh, me doing a playthrough to in the beginning. I think it is. I think so. And in, in the background, there's like 
big pictures of dogs because we did like this green screen stuff. But those are all the dogs I've seen next Tuesday. So we got Frank's, uh, Fox's dog, and then my three dogs, Jimmy's two dogs, and then Rick's dog, Lizzie. Because we love dogs. Wow, that's a lot of dogs. That is a lot. So yeah, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven grind dogs, and that is see you next Tuesday. Do you mean, I plan to get a cat. by mouth breather. Oh right. Now, 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 now. There's never too many puppies, man. I don't know what Primus was thinking. <laughs> oh my stuff. Yeah, it's not updating for some reason. Think that I'm gonna get a cat next year because it's easier for our apartment. Yeah, except and they're for they, they shit in sand, and that sucks. And they don't like to hang out as much. Like, dogs are very much like, ah, let's be best friends. But I get it. Get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I got a cat last year, and it was a kitten, and I, like, it's lifted a- it up and, like, raised it from, like, a baby all the way up to, it was, like, a couple months. And it was all like this. I it was like thought I was mommy because when I got home from work I would sit on the couch and then like it would jump on the couch and lay on my chest and sleep. Oh yeah. That's the move. Oh yeah. I definitely am a nap guy. I think I'm up. and like lately, like it sucks because my interview is <laughs> <laughs> Somebody somebody's walking by. Sorry. Are you okay? I got. I mean, as we're talking about three dogs, they decide to be disruptive. Okay, guys, stop, stop screaming at. The, there's nobody out there. Come on, come here, Hazel. Puppies. I tell you, I'm sorry, Jacob. Still commenting because I am not seeing any. Uh, yeah. Uh, Blake says my mom breeds Labradoodles. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Labra. I didn't know that's how you spelled it. Labra doodle. Yeah, like, uh, my mom has a dog. She's a full-blooded pit, and she's her service dog. Uh, I want to make uh, Ruby my service dog. Or I think Hazel's too small. Isn't there, like, a size requirement for a, a service so. dog? No, I think so. Yeah, like, the, uh, her name's Venus, and, like, when I lived with my mom, she was all like this. She would run up the stairs when I got home and lay on the bottom of my bed, and my mom's like... Okay, I thought this was my service dog, not yours. <laughs> uh, see, this could be my service dog. This is Ruby. Um, and that's that's Hazel cleaning her eyes on national television. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys opened up for some... I looked up some tours you guys done, and you guys opened up for some amazing bands in the past. We do. It's funny. Like, anytime uh, people start to talk about mid-2000s deathcore, it's like we've toured with every single one of them. It's a wonder why people think we're a deathcore band. <laughs> but yeah, we do, like, uh, Suicide Silence, Through the Eyes of the Dead, Red Cord, Job for a Cowboy, Case of Strain. Yeah, man, we, ha- we lucked out. We definitely did. That's for sure. Do you have a favorite uh, band that you did back in the day that you toured with? Uh, um, as far as like the people or like the music? Uh, both actually. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a smaller band that probably not as many people, uh, well, there's only six people watching anyway, but uh, there's a band back in the day we toured with uh, quite a bit called Robinson. Uh, Jimmy and I talked about them. They're probably my favorite musically. They're a band I still listen to now, even. Um, that or probably the Red Chord is another band that was like a huge influence to me writing. Um, uh, we did a small tour with... Uh, Coalesce and Daughters, which despite the fact that Lex is like super canceled because he's real bad, uh, you know, I mean, that was still really cool playing with Daughters and playing with Coalesce for eight days in a row. Um, so that was probably the, the my favorite tour uh, altogether, either either the Red Chord tour or uh, the Daughters Coalesce. Unfortunately, the Daughters and Coalesce one was only like eight days, but it was still so cool. To just be part of that whole thing. Yeah. It's cool that you guys, like, the Acacia Strain's by far my favorite band, and I respect the hell out of Vincent Bennett for everything he just done for the music scene. Yeah. He's a good dude. He really is. Yeah. I tell my friends all the time, like, my friend was kind of nervous to go up to him uh, when we, they were playing in Iowa City because Vincent was ready to go on stage. And, you know how when he gets ready to go on stage he's always on the side and he's getting his headphones in and like getting like ready to pump up and everything and my friend's kid was all like this i'm gonna go ask him for a picture i was like i don't know if that's gonna be wise and vincent still took the time out of the day and is all like this i'll take a picture with this kid even though he's sweaty as hell right that's nice though i mean i wouldn't not take a picture it feels weird when someone's like hey let's take a picture together but at the same time like you know i don't it just doesn't hurt me any you know what i mean i'm happy to take a photo for somebody it's uh and 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 i'm sure vincent's the same way despite what people think you know like we all we all appreciate that compliment that someone would request that of a band that's not you know taylor swift you know, obviously, Casey Strain is is a higher echelon of metal bands and have been around doing it, you know, strong for for you know twenty plus years now. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just every time I get see him, I feel like I get a picture with him, and he's been one of the sweetest dudes in the world. And like, they definitely helped me through a lot of my hard times. Yeah, music does that for people, which is, you know, any time that someone likes to, you know, stop us and tell us, you know, a story about, like, man, I heard you guys and it got me through a hard time, or any time I hear a story like that in general, just from anyone about any music, it's like, you know, music is a very very big thing to help people get through things and i like i find it strange when people don't love music as much as i do like i have family members who are just like yeah i'll just listen to whatever's on the radio or whatever that's what most people are i just can't i can't get on that same brainwave because i'm just like man you're missing out on some sick stuff like like i just can't I can't get with it, but I understand that it's not for everybody, and this type of music definitely isn't for everyone. So, like, my family has come to see us play, like, two different times, which is 
shocking to me and it means a lot to me that they're there but it's like i know that's not their cup of tea but i really appreciate them being there and putting up with the noise and still supporting me no matter what so it's awesome i like that oh yeah like i think every band like local or not should be supported like unless if you do something stupid and then i understand why but like I think it's just one of the best things in the world that music helps people so much. Like, I hate how, like, any type of music, like, metal-wise, like, any genre from, or subgenre from it gets a bad rep because, like, people see the shirts you wear and you're like, this, like, what the hell is that? And they're like, you guys don't understand. This music's helped me through so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wear shirts at work. I wear band t-shirts at work now, which I'm lucky enough to do because for a while there, Walmart was very, like, nowhere in graphic tees. And now they changed the rule, and I wear every band t-shirt. I Every time I wear a band t-shirt, someone's like, I don't even know what that is. And I'm just like this. Maybe you should go check them out. Mm. It's but, always like, fun to uh, see people that are like, dude, I know who that is, and I like that. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's I like believe. a little tiny win, like a little victory. What shirt oh, yeah. are you wearing? You were a Nasum. Oh, yeah, baby. They're, they're pretty sweet. Swedish Grindcore Kings. I found a website. So, uh, so I listen to interviews with bands all the time. <laughs> Taylor and Swift is cool. My wife likes Taylor Swift. Next. <laughs> girlfriend used to oh god my ex-girlfriend loved taylor swift too fuck oh my god we were total opposite she loved taylor swift and i would put my dying fetus on (laughs) well my wife my wife has has uh kids that are older now you know but like she like growing up with her kids and stuff like uh or her kids growing up listening to taylor swift and stuff it's nostalgic for her you know she just I'd say that's one of my wife's favorite bands, which is weird because I don't care for it at all. But (laughs) I see the appeal. I I understand why, you know, 80 billion people a month listen to her on Spotify. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really like I don't listen to that. But if you do, that's good for you, I guess. But (laughs) not for me. Psyopus will never come back. Yeah, catch Chris Arp will never do it. Carly Rae Jensen, no way. Uh, I'm, not I'm not a pop person. Someone say something about Bree Drill. Does that mean yeah. Bree Drill? Because I was literally listening to their first record yesterday. Really? <laughs> I haven't I listened to that band in a hot minute. Time. It's, it's fun. Lord Marco on the drums it's, was... Uh, it's absurd music, for sure. I remember when that shit came out, he was playing that Jackson guitar with the pile of skulls spray-painted on it. It was like a a standard paint job that Jackson came out with in the mid-2000s. It was fucking sweet. But I remember him just being... It's one of the, one of the first bands that... Oh, Bree Drill. No, he retyped it. Bree Drill. Speaking of Acacia Strain, I have one of the funniest stories ever. So uh, we're on tour with Acacia Strain and Job for a Cowboy. And it was like Job for a Cowboy's real first real tour. Uh, they haven't even released Doom yet. Or not, no, they re- they didn't release Genesis yet. It was on the Doom EP is all they had out there, which is enough for people to, 
you know, come out of the fucking woodworks to see him. Um, but the very first show was at the Orchard Inn in uh, outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, they're all everyone's just kind of like moseying around, setting up their stuff, and we Fox and I are sitting at our merch table, just getting our merch set up, and Job for a Cowboy is like two tables down, setting their merch up, and we see Vincent from Acacia Stream like come up there, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? Are you guys in?" Uh, your job for a cowboy, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Hey, I was walking by your van and noticed it smelled so nice. What do you guys use to uh, keep keep your van smelling so nice? Do, do you guys use for breeze? <laughs> and like everybody in the vicinity of Vincent just fucking fell over, and the guys from Job for a Cowboy were just like, "All right, this is." This is what we signed up for for the next 40 days. <laughs> We're dealing with it. <laughs> oh, man, teething is watching. We got our, our Spanish friends in here. Hey, you guys are super cool. Come to America. I believe the policy of that one guy, uh, where is it? I don't know if he's watching now. Uh, policy of Druce, that is the guitarist, I, my buddy Drew from San Susugabog. Oh, the Bog Boys. The Bog Boys. That's Drew yes. from San Susugabog? Yep. Oh, what's up, dude? Uh, he also plays in Mutilatred, right? No. Uh, uh, Mecca. Mika. Yeah, they played uh, they played Columbus recently, where I'm from, and they put on a killer show. Oh yeah, like I've seen San Susugabog twice now. I want to say yeah, they are out there killing it right now. Sangwa uh, Sugabog. Yeah, they are on it. Yeah, they just got the European cattle decapitation tour. They're that's good. Cool that's stuff. good. Yeah. Fucking like, they're from here. Yeah, they're from Jimmy's backyard. Yeah, like Devin. Every time I see him, like Devin's a sweetheart, and like I seen Drew recently, uh, when I seen them in Iowa City. Drew's always a sweetheart. I love those guys to death. I would do. I didn't know they. I didn't know they had. They also had a Drew. Yes. Yep. He's. Uh, He's the he. I thought he he played bass for a little bit, but then he uh, moved to the second guitar, and they got rid of bass. Yeah, they're like fuck bass. This is Hazel, yeah. everybody that cares. She's a cutie. She's my she's my little she's my baby. She's little. She's little. Oh yeah. Are you guys going to any shows anytime soon? Like any tours you're excited to go see? Uh, uh, I don't know. Am I? I wanted to awesome go uh, that 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 I that Igor band, like the I G O R R R. I don't know if you're privy to them at all. I think they're like this weird kind of like mashup, like genre mashing metal type of band. They're playing. Um, 
actually the Wednesday before we leave for this little weekend run and I just couldn't get the extra time off work. So I had to unfortunately bail on that one. That's fun. I saw, I saw uh, the Cavalera brothers and exhumed and, and uh, the black Dahlia murder. Which was sick. Oh, yeah, you've been to a lot of shows lately. I randomly, uh, yeah, I was randomly in Detroit uh, a month or so ago, and uh, my wife and I were at dinner, and we're just like, "Oh, what is there to do in in this area?" And then randomly, stabbing and uh, defeated sanity were playing like up the road with the mutilated guys. So that was cool. Like random. Oh shit! I didn't realize that was happening. Yeah, that's sick. See, Igor kicks ass. This person said it. Meshuggah is in Grand Rapids on December 3rd. I can't afford Meshuggah, dude. Come on. I got dogs to feed. Look at this girl. Yeah, I can't afford Meshuggah. Uh, the last concert I went to was Hatebreed, Jesus Peace, Vane, and Terror. Damn, how'd you afford that ticket? <laughs> I'm surprised. Love Jamie Josta. If he ever, like, I want to definitely sit down and talk to him in general. Uh, they were only twenty five bucks. Wow! I want. I, I wanted to go to that uh, conversion Meshuga, and that was like eighty, eighty something before fees. Even I was like, "Holy fuck, man! No, thank wow. you." Yeah, I can't. I just with that. But Godsmack tickets from me and my old lady, and those were so it was like eighty bucks, and it took forever to load the fees. Uh-oh. And I was like, "Oh God, this could be scary!" And it went from uh-huh. eighty bucks to one hundred and forty. Ouch! Yeah, no, that's that's brutal. We just played some shows with uh, Chipong and Bandit uh, back at the beginning of August. That was probably two of the um, some of the best live performances I've seen in uh, in a long time out of some bands. I don't know if anybody on here has seen uh, Bandit live, but Gene Meyer is an absolute maniac and just puts on such a great show, great stage presence. And then, so randomly, we're playing. Um, in Detroit with Chapong and Bandit and this band Decultivate from the Czech Republic and there was like some miscommunication on when the time of the show was supposed to start and they had us started early uh, or they opened the doors early is what I should say so people are all kind of waiting around so we're all just like well I guess we should start um, but time was just going by too quickly. So uh, the the guy that makes noise for Chapong, his name's Derek. He goes by the name Reckless Life. Uh, super cool fucking dude. If you have a chance to check out some of the remix stuff that uh, Chapong puts out, uh, he does a lot of fun stuff. But uh, yeah, he did. A, he ended up doing a live set that night uh, in in Detroit, and it was uh, definitely a ton of fun to, ex- to get to experience that on a whim. Oh yeah. Is it- yeah, yeah. I actually um, I saw hers collective and Cloud Rat in a basement in Detroit uh, over the summer, and I picked up this bad boy. Hers collective is great. They are super great. Cloud Rat is great. Cloud Rat is also super great. I love Rorick. He's such a such a genuine guy. I can't. I don't know how else to describe him. He's just such a nice person. <laughs> like everything about him. Oh, yeah. Orgasm is in in Youngstown. 
Oh, are they playing uh, West Side Bowl or something? Is there any other venues in Youngstown? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't been to Youngstown. I didn't realize Youngstown was that populated of a city to have a thousand capacity venue. <laughs> like Northern Mission for everybody that was asking me to come to Grand Rapids. That's three hours from where I live. <laughs> I am very far from everything.